This is coal. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. Treasure. It's coal. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Alba likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Oh, G'day Australia, welcome once again to Australia's uh, hugest, favouritest, uh, most intellectual podcast. And most waterproof. Most waterproof, yeah. Highest rated, award winning. <laughs> yep. yep. On Australian politics. Fundamentalist. By Australians, from Australia, uh, if they live in uh, sort of inner North Canberra, Belcom. Done in Australian. Done in Australia. Yes. It's G'day Sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. I'm Ron Toilet. I'm staying. Uh, Ron, you're sticking with it, mate, and it's good. I'm done. I had all these other names, but I'm sticking with what my parents called me. And we have many guests in front of us this evening. Welcome, guests. We are doing this. We are doing this live via Zoom. For those of you who are listening later, uh, we're doing this as our Christmas cathartic because it's the end of the year. Uh, we need a bit of a milestone, a celebration, a marker of where we're up to in Australian politics. So we... And we are up to about... There, I think, in Australian politics. I'm, I'm I don't know about you. Way up to there. Of it, yeah. It's tap out yeah. point. Are we done with Australian politics? Did I see someone oh, do that? My God, yes. Yeah, someone did a high, I think. Yeah. I'm not saying. <laughs> We're turning this into an aerobics one. So, um, look, we've got a bunch of things that have happened this week, and I know that Rod has got some additional things to talk through at some point. Uh, it's the list that keeps Will on our, for two hours. Our review of the year. Ish. So, uh, look, we're going to dive in. Where, where do we want to start with Australian politics? Uh, no, we're going to not start with Australian politics because um, I want to start with cri- Christmas parties at number 10. Um, it's, it's, Did you get invited? Uh, no, I didn't get invited. No, uh, did remember that Christmas card? The fabulous the Christmas card with the, um, the Blairs on the front of the Christmas card? And he's like, he looked like... Is Absolute that serial Tony, killer. Tony, his wife, his children, and the pig. No, no, it's just Tony and the wife, and he just looked like a serial killer. It's fantastic. I don't think. I don't think it takes Hostage too card, much. Exactly. I don't think it takes too much to put those two together in a photo, and suddenly they look like serial killers. But um, this yeah. is not a story about Tony Blair. This is just a tiny little one to start this off because it's starting the Christmas season. Uh, did Boris Johnson have a have a Christmas party? Yes. Did he? No, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. There's no evidence. <laughs> deep the pol- fakes. It's the police all deep don't fakes. know. So have they? <laughs> there were heaps of empty bottles out the front. Nice. There always are. That's not new. Has he got COVID now? He's already had it, hasn't he? Boris has had but, it. Yeah. Yeah, Boris has had it. Yeah, yeah. There was actually, um, there was actually. Again, this is not Australian politics yet, but we will come to Australian politics in a second. There was a really dumb video going around today of. Uh, Tucker Carlson, um, <laughs> saying saying that uh, COVID uh, emasculates you, makes feminizes, feminizes, feminizes you, feminizes you, worse. <laughs> and so, in particular, he said about Boris Johnson uh, that uh, he must have become emasculated at that point. He's no longer the cut through person that they wanted. Not the hunk of beef and strength that he normally has been. I don't know. I it's don't just know. fucking revolting. The idea of it. It's like Barnaby Joyce having nine families. So does Boris. What what's going on? Well, he's also got COVID. Barnaby has also got COVID. There you go. So Barnaby is currently in the US, isn't he? Uh, Washington and yep. staying Test, tested positive in Washington, not coming home for Christmas. Oh well, 
I don't know who he's travelling with, but two, two of his families will be very relieved, and the one he's with won't be. It's pretty simple. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Surely, surely they do actually want him home for Christmas. Well, we have no evidence of that. <laughs> so is he stuck there now? Is he? No, he's going to Adam Creighton it. Like, so I, so I don't know if he's stuck there or not. But yeah, he's um, got two weeks quarantine. I, th- I thought it was over there. Oh, goody. Okay. Well, that's good. I'd like to know where he is. Yeah, basically America's caught Barnaby and they've got to keep it until they find a vaccine, which I think there that's, are many people. That's carrying. really unfortunate. Uh, what's he yeah. doing over there? Uh, he's debating social media issues and how to handle them. Oh, okay. That's why he had to fly over there now. Mm, okay. Because of social media issues. <laughs> um, all right. Who so better to send to? I've got to say, who better to send than our gun social media IT guy for the Australian government? No, he's he's used Twitter slash ethicist. He's used Twitter. Yeah. He, he gets some cut through tweets every every so often. Didn't he yes, do one he about does. climate change in the middle of the bushfires or something like that? Yeah. Or? Here I am in Banga Wanga, and in fact, you know, I might have that one. No, it's not this year. No, there was one this year. No, it's a different See, one. there you go. He should he should definitely be talking about what social media is doing. So much cut through, we don't remember it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, actually, speaking of National Party people that are um, out there on social media, uh, two of Barnaby's erstwhile colleagues, slight colleagues, uh, mm-hmm. in the party but not quite in the party, not staying in the party, George Christensen and Alex Antic. Uh, <sighs> George Christensen appeared on InfoWars um, just the other day. So Alex Jones's conspiracy theory uh, podcast slash channel. Um, news, famous News program and current affairs. Yeah, yeah. Famous for denying the Sandy, Sandy Hook massacre, which in I just US, think yeah. in terms of denial, you've got to be... You've got to be insane. He did better. He false flag called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said it was a false and flag. And he also got sued by the par- um, parents and they won. Successfully, yes. So, mm. Antic, so Antic didn't go on that one. Antic mm. went, went on... Um, well, I wasn't finished with George Christensen. One. Oh, go to George then. Yeah, I was. so yeah, George Christensen... Has George done something dumb? Well, no, they, they were um, <laughs> talking with... Uh, yeah, so George Christensen and Alex Jones on, on the podcast there. Um, he was talking about uh, comparing oh, yeah. Australia's uh, quarantine conditions with Auschwitz. Um, yeah. Which... Well, for starters, they're spelt differently. Saying the fences are um, have uh, both high fences, which it's just also, mind-boggling, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it's just it, you can't work it out. You go, okay, there's trying to get get attention for yourself. There's trying to um, trigger us, yes, yeah, and and that kind of stuff. But it's also it's just so goddamn. I've, like uh, offensive is too soft a word it, because offensive is it can be you know oh I'm offended by that you know but that's just <laughs> disrespectful and hideous and mm. vile and he's hideous. I, I don't think he's even offensive anymore. He's literally he's he's that kind of thing you scrape off the bottom of your shoe when he speaks. It's just like poo on the floor. Like there's just no. It's hard to be offended. He also he also in the same um, same uh, podcast he also called for uh, protests at Australian embassies yeah. uh, around the world, and yeah. he saying he said um, if you get out there, citizens of the world, and protest at these em- at the Australian embassies, then you are giving support to us freedom fighters back here in Australia. And and I think both of these. I mean, it's it's interesting that Scott Morrison um, said this is this is not on. Um, this is doesn't belong to the party. Yeah, so, he leapt right on top of that eventually. Uh, he did, he did. And look, I think it's I think it's interesting. I mean, is is George Christensen is not running again? So at the next election, he's out. And there's that story. He was setting up his own website. He's getting a blog or something like that, where um, 
He's got to ask his mum how George. to do it. He's sitting in the basement of his mum's house right now going, Mum, how do you block? Oh, you don't know, though. I do. You don't know. I, I mean, do. look, it's, it, there's clearly a model out there for conservative idiots saying stuff that is, is really offensive and really wild. Would you say he's a conservative? I mean, I, I don't think conservative means what it means uh, okay. anymore. Like, I don't think he's a conservative. He's a fucking idiot. And they're not synonyms. No, they're not. not, It's not conservatism anymore. Well, I don't think George is. I mean, he's certainly not in the sense of there's a bunch of other people that you would call traditional conservatives. Mm -hmm. But Christensen's following the model of of all of these people that you can step out of parliament and have a far more lucrative life um, saying really terrible stuff. And he'll, he'll be around for a while. I was going to oh, add, God but now Sky you're News is going to need people, and it's it's <laughs> it's it's also that he um, the thing Barnaby actually said something sensible, which was uh, he was asked what what do you think about George Christensen's comments, and he said, oh look, you do you have to go and talk to George about that, and then he went. Actually, don't ask George about that because he'll just answer it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was almost, yeah, okay, Barnaby, fair enough. I like, yeah. um, I like <laughs> this is Darren, Darren Chester. Um, I want to assure Australians there are plenty of normal people in the Nationals party room. <laughs> big, big call, but anyway. Big call. Uh, who are doing their best every day to represent the interests of regional communities. Like me, they condemn the conspiracy theories, lack of respect and ill-informed comments of Christensen. So... I think maybe 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 they're, they're, the nationals might be moving into a post-Christensen world. Some of the they're, nationals, yeah. Okay, Canavan hasn't gone out, but Oof. but I think I think people are saying he's on the out. He's not staying around, so I don't have to curry favour with him. Um, and maybe there are people saying, okay, what is what is the national party after this? Are we still going to be doing that kind of stuff? Oh, they're the same shattered remnants that the Liberal Party are turning into, though. They're going to be this fractured bunch. It's going to be like a weird mosaic that's been smashed into little bits. Mm. Like, neither of those two parties are uh, coherent in their own, but yet as a coalition. They'll still hold it together somehow with, you know, chewing gum and whatever. So what job does George Christensen have in five years' time? Alex Jones' version in Australia, but only in the... Successfully? No. Well, it'll it'll exist. I just don't think we've got a big enough ecosystem. I mean... How how many do you need? No, but it's... I mean, it produces content at a time of day where it's... yeah, I mean, it'll get, stuff gets picked up overseas all the time. Like yeah, they, okay. sudden, I think the US um, shock jocks are finding that Australia has a rich source of talent yeah, for them to plug coal. into. You can mine us for fuckwits. It's going really well. Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> that kind of thing. Mine. The other thing that's happening. We can't put of, that in the title. Just if you were writing that down now, dickhead mine. We no, can put dickhead Apple, in there. No, Apple vetoes minus for fuckwits as a title. What about dickhead mine? Yeah, that too. It's got a little. It's got a little algorithm. It checks S- for swear see, words. See, that's what conservative is. I, I'm sorry. That's no, I'm what conservative. No, no, no. That just means we get it, we get censored. That's the hard part. Well, um, censor me. So, speaking of national party adjacent, kind of yes things. Um, Barnaby Joyce's partner, Vicky Campion. Yes. Partner, partner number two, mother of the two boys, you yes. know, big scandal, blah, 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 blah. The, the boy mother Her as opposed to the girl mother. father, Peter, uh-huh. is running for the Clive Palmer party. Good. Against Bob Catter. <laughs> now, how many things can you get in one sentence? It's like playing, um, you know, words with friends. What is that? Yeah, yeah. You know, you like you start with the beginning of a phrase and someone makes up something absolutely outrageous. It's, it's, it's the autocorrect one. You know, you got to yeah, type a sentence just by choosing an, the words that come absolute, after it. And I had to check two sources before I went, someone's taking the piss here. And then... Uh, it can no, be both. No. It can be true and taking the piss. And I think it could be true and taking both. the piss. Yeah. yeah. Which means we should actually move on to Gladys 
running for No, we can't Rory. do that yet. Can't do that yet because the other part of the Christensen story was Alex Antic. Oh, there's two. Oh, God, yeah. So Alex, uh, he's from South Australia. No one's heard of that. It's sort of honorary Australia. Apparently he used to be on the Adelaide City Council. We know the kind of people that elects. Some, some do podcasts, some go federal. So he hit out at the state's bureaucratic overlords because he got put into quarantine because he refused oh, to acknowledge right. his vaccination status. So he's coming home from Canberra last week. Mm. Um, so he got taken away and um, put into quarantine and he was asked on radio, why are you in quarantine? He said, well, it's a very good question. So just tell me whether you're, whether you're vaccinated or not, mate. And then he went on to say that's the question you might like to direct to the bureaucratic overlords of South Australian Health. Oh, God, what a whiner. Oh, it gets better. So he went on the Steve Bannon podcast because if it's good enough oh. for Matt Canavan, it's good enough for Alex Antic. The man with I'll, the peloton, peloton of shirts. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mind you, I, I don't mind the two shirts of all of the things about Steve you're Bannon. You're almost wearing two I'm, shirts. I, I was thinking I could have yeah. worn. You're wearing it, denim on it, the bottom too, it was either It was either dressed. No, he's not. Podcast uh, <laughs> it was either dress up as um, as Carl Rittenhouse or as or as a peloton of shirts, Steve Bannon. There's your there's your there's your Halloween costume. So on on the on Bannon's podcast, the War Room, oof, so powerful. He claims he's detained in quarantine and alleging Australia is in a dark place, <laughs> and he calls for us to drain the Billabong. That is so dumb. It is <laughs> such a <laughs> shitty slogan. Do you know what's better? The One nation briefly billabong. used it first. Did they? <laughs> Drain the billabong. Drain the billabong. It just doesn't work on a t-shirt. Like, say what you will about Trump. No, at, I'd, I'd at least it. at least he knew a slogan when it hit. It hit if him. I had a Drain the billabong t-shirt, I'd be wearing that right now, and Drain I'd get the I'd get billabong. the back tat as well. That's awesome. <gasps> <laughs> so well done, Alex. Please, I hope you're Please. okay. Oh, speaking of South Australia, can I tell you my story now? Like, so Saturday, Stephen Marshall, who is the Premier of South Australia, got his knickers in a twist and decided that he thought he would, might close the borders. And so we're like, okay, it's been three years since we've been able to get over there. So we just got in the car. You did the the piss bolt. We did a piss bolt. Uh, We got going. And um, so I am broadcasting to you from the The former teenage bedroom of my nephew. <laughs> Which is oh, it's amazing. Seems Wald's going to be joining us here live, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at the Queensland borders in the same way. You know, if yeah. if, if the floods I was stop I was supposed or... to be I was supposed to be sitting in the middle over there, but I was just like, no, sorry guys, I'm just going to take my chat. I, I just we just can't. What, what an so insult! We're, we're not as interesting as Adelaide. Uh, That's not cool. Uh, no, you make your choices. Weigh it up. Oh, you make your and... I am. There's two of us. Oh, look, it was re- it's really interesting. I tell you what, though, they do very aggressive COVID tests over here. Like, because we, we had anal, to have one swap, before we um, was it the anal swap? left. Did you get the anal swab, Steve? Anal swab? They just did that. Let her, let her finish. <laughs> and, and so they, um, no, it was, it was really hard. So you, uh, you had to have a test before you left. And then we drive, 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 drive. So, uh, so that was about half past three in the afternoon by the time we got everything together because we had to bring all our work stuff and blah. Anyway, we get going. So it was about half past three in the morning when we got to the border mm. and the cops stop and they come over and they were, they were very nice and they said, and it was, can we see your papers? And I'm like, 
what papers? Yes. Like I've oh. got my, I've got my oh. phone app that says I'm double vaxxed, and they're like, no, no, we have to see something that says you were you had a test in. Can you get one of those little apps that changes your voice so in so that it changes into a, a totally German? Look at my papers. A bunch of papers. I know, but it was, but it was really it was, it, I, and I was just like, oh God, you know, and um, and anyway, very nice policeman, and I think it's because we just looked so distressed, and I was. Like, no, I'm just going to cry. Uh, they didn't give us any papers, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we, um, he led us over the border and he says, as long as you're going to check in and do this and took the names and numbers, phone numbers and, you know, yep, yep, we're going to You know that it. this is a public podcast, Siege. That, what about uh, it? I don't know, someone's going to lose their job for that, not not holding the border tight. And, right. they, and they forgot to breathalyze you, didn't they, which is how you get away with it. I don't have any papers. I'm pissed as a fart, though. Off you go, son. <laughs> And so we, so we get over, and then we, so we had to go straight to a testing center, which we did do, and uh, and that, and my God, I think they were a little bit upset about being up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning and having to test idiot people coming across the border, and it's not, it's not the. You're not drawing the straws. It's not like um, murder detective or something like that versus staying up all night um, manning the border. It's like um, it's season two of The Wire when uh, Jimmy McNulty oh, yeah. was put on the boat patrol. Like it's yeah. it's it's not the dream job. It's not it's not a dream job, I'm sure. And we were <laughs> so polite. We were really tired, but we were like so polite. And I was bloody hell. So anyway, now we have to check in every day with mm. symptoms mm. stuff. We have to have a test again tomorrow. So, and we had to isolate before we could um, go out. So we went to stay with our niece and niece and nephew. So we, because they had a separate entrance, and we could actually go in there and not see anybody else and have somewhere to sleep. Jesus, um, you can't catch it by looking at someone with it. That's no. Cool. You're and but we to just thought, you know what? We're just going to do all the right things because I don't want to be the person. <laughs> That shut the, South Australia down. For yeah, Christmas. no doubt. Imagine that. You know, like Front that page of the newspaper. A bad thing. Ex Adelaidean. Yeah. No, you'd be a Canberran at that point. Yeah, Canberran brings be a Canberran COVID to Canberra bubbler. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It, that, that, it was. It was um, amazing. So that's why I've got a weird kind of setup tonight. It's really odd. No, no anyway, one else can tell it's weird. On. We can't tell it's weird, except no. you're not in the room. All right. Um, okay. Someone mentioned Gladys. Did you mention Gladys? Siege? I did. Oh, uh, how's that going? Warringah. Warringah. So, ex seat of Tony Abbott, Currently stolen Zali. from him, oh. stolen from the Liberal Party. Yes. By Zali Stegall at the last election. An actual uh, athlete. Uh, well, Tony is a, an actual athlete. No. How many gold medals has he got? I don't know, but he's he's, he's very trim. I, I, I've seen the photos. He's very true. I've seen lean people who are clumsy and terrible at running. <laughs> but they're very but, but she's She got on, like, um, oh, what's his name? Anthony Green's got her on 7.2 uh, of independent versus um, liberal, like the, what the margin is. So it's, look, that's a seat that wants to vote liberal. Oh, yeah. Like it, it can only do independent or liberal. She's, she's not going to run. She's just not going to run. This is Gladys. So anyway, but anyway, this is Gladys who appeared before ICAC. How is it even a conversation? And, and is still an open inquiry. Yeah. So, but this is this is not Gladys. This is uh, so Scott inquiry. You mean shameful uh, witch hunt? Uh, indeed. But yeah, uh, Scott you. Morrison, who currently believes that ICAC is not what we want to see, I think many others in Australia would actually be, you know, a good. Uh, 
a good commission against corruption is kind of good, and we like that no, federally. No, he said he doesn't call that justice. Oh. And he's our leader, so he's got to be right. He doesn't call ICAC justice. But anyway, while she is she is still before... But uh, he's walked back. He walked back as of yesterday. He started saying, well, look, that's up to her. What did he say? It's up to her, yeah. He said, I know it's been a very difficult time for her in recent times. She has suffered terribly in terms of things that have been aired publicly, and I think that's just awful to watch. Yes, yeah. so empathy, he has it. But Gladys has confirmed that she will not be uh, putting her hat in yeah, the ring. Yeah, it's, it's um, not happening. So it was a load of shit to flood the airwaves with other stuff for him. But I did like, what was it? Was it, uh, was it the shovel? Um, uh, Scott, Maris, Scott Morrison backs Ivan Malat to run in Warringah as a recognisable name. <laughs> um, That's some of their best and worst work. I do wonder as well. I mean, if, uh, if Gladys really wanted it, uh, perhaps she could have gone for it. There's a, there's a little bit of a smell right now of rats deserting a sinking ship. We spoke about that last week. Yeah. But there's also a smell of don't put your hand up to join a losing team. No. Like, like, this isn't a great time. You don't just lose with this team. Not they not drag saying, you underwater and they tie lead uh, weights to your legs. Yeah. I've, I've been looking at some numbers today and I let's, – we'll, we'll come back to yeah. elections No, 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 totally, totally. But, but the sniff is not of, of team we're smashing it out of the park. No. We've got another 20 years in government right now. The sniff is a little bit more toxic than that. And so I, th- I can imagine Gladys going, I, I, what's in it for me on this one? Do you know what's even better, though? So Dominic, Dominic – I'm going to call him Perotit. I don't care. But the, what he's doing is making me actually not dislike him, even though I'm genetically supposed to. But he, he climbed he's in. He's very and, fit. He's very fit. And he's young too. He's fit and young. I never liked either of those And he's about to have things. his seventh child. But he tried. No, in. it's up to eight now. I think he's seven. No, no. People have lost count. Like it was – like <laughs> He's I had one between the last – Podcast. Yeah, he, he can do them faster. Like and by the time the, when you get on a, the six on a three-month cycle. That's what happens. The more you have, the quicker it happens. Yeah, exactly. They fall out before you've even finished having the intercourses. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> I didn't so say that. He's dismissed claims um, that people, like a Liberal MP, Jason Falinski, said, the, oh, the people are sick of their ICAC and they're, they're bored with it now. They don't care. And, and Peritet got yeah. up and said, that's horseshit. I'm paraphrasing. Um, the New South Wales ICAC plays a very important role in preventing corruption and uncovering corruption. Ultimately, what we should be doing is instilling confidence, not taking it away. Yeah. So he's standing up and going, fuck you, Scott. And then he's gone on to say he wants he's, – he's a reformer. He wants to transform the existing premiers-only council for the Australian Federation into the engine room of policy. So he wants it to be a frontline vehicle for proactive, state-driven leadership and reform. Yeah, well. So he's climbing yeah. in and going, look, I've had enough of this. And he, he actually said, I have more in common with my Labor counterparts at a state level than a coalition treasurer at the federal level. Does He, he really he said, said that. He said that out loud. Wow. He said that to interviewers. That's amazing. Yeah, he's not fucking around. So there's a part of me that goes, good on you, dom-dom. I'm sure he'll end up, you know, gileading. But to get there, he's doing things I don't disagree with. But of with. course, I mean, it, it is, it's always worth noticing that state political parties are actually quite different from the federal political parties because they talk about different issues, but they, they pull in very different directions. So, But he's going a lot further, you know, to say, listen, uh, he, yeah, yeah, totally. not quite saying, fuck you, Scott, but yeah, no, you're wrong. ICAC's important and necessary. Yeah. AKA, no, Gladys is a ridiculous proposition. Well, it's it's nice to hear a Liberal saying that because, yeah, he, because right now... Um, he's ma- on top of Scott Morrison's Christmas card list too, no doubt. Yeah, to be pushed off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I um, think those two look, are... It doesn't matter though. Dominic's going to be there a long time after Scott is fired from the next seven jobs that he somehow conquers. Who knows? Into. Who knows? That, uh, we don't do prog- prognostication. Um, what, are, what was that then? Prognostication. Guess. That's what you do when you get the test in that in in the from. Oh, behind. that's the 
Yeah. The prog- reverse COVID. Yeah, the reverse COVID up right. your prognostication. Um, Malcolm Turnbull, speaking of New South Wales libs and commenting on independence. Who were you telling that one? I didn't tell you that, but I've seen things. Yeah, I know. Who raised not, it? Not me. That's not me. You. Me? You don't recognise your own handwriting. Uh, no, but it's all in my handwriting. My handwriting is all my handwriting. No, uh, just uh, just in the um, conversation before about Zali Stegel and the independents, there are quite a, a plethora of mm. independents running now in either um, they've already got the seats, so Zali Stegel and previously uh, Wentworth, but down in um, Indi and things like that, so already got the seats, or liberal liberal seats now, independents yeah. are moving. And it's, and it's interesting. Yeah. There's more and more conversation about this, that they may be a force within the election, that there's a lot of these sorts of seats that, um, that would never vote Labor, um, mm. or certainly the dominant... Um, the majority in there would never vote Labor and never vote Green, but they may well be interested in some of these independents, particularly looking at the the two key issues, I think, of this, um, or maybe it's three, I don't know, climate being one, yeah. but the other two being the sort of uh, hostility to women of the Morrison government and potentially the sort Wait. of corruption-y thing that might be the stink of this government. Um, they, yeah, and, and look, a lot of people are billing it as a, as a positive force because it might mean, in a, if not hung parliament's balance of power, and there'll have to be actual negotiation. Oh, it's going to be and like discussion. minority government. Minority government is definitely on the agenda. It's, it's, it's interesting the people who are coming out and saying just support independence. So Julia Zamira has been very active in this space. Um, Did she DM you that because she follows you on Twitter? Just keep the conversation Oops, sorry, going. Sorry, my internet's just gone weird. Yeah. Anyway, let's just keep going. Well, ju- I'm yeah. just going to keep talking because I can't hear you guys. We can hear you. And the other thing is that the the thing about being the independent with the independents though is that they have to do three things. You, you know, instead of the parties are doing one thing, they're running an election campaign. The independents have to set up a structure. Mm. They have to get the support and the help and they have to get the money. And like setting up the structure and, and the org, just the org structure of, of, of running an election is hard. And it's, um, you need someone full time on that. I think you need just a, on the that, army of volunteers. If you get the, the voices, the Sorry? voices movement has done a fair bit on that. Yeah. So pooling resources, pooling, um, campaign structures and, and that kind of thinking. So still independence, but a movement of independence. So it's like the yeah. independent grocers association. It, it, it's a lot like that. And yeah. so I think so what, done a lot so, of that. so what they can do though, whether they win or not, is absolutely um gum up the works for what the standard political parties are used to doing, going, okay, well we don't have to spend very much money in that seat because we know that that one's ours and we don't have to do something. And then all of a sudden they've got to spend a bit more money and, and they've got to counter um, arguments and things like that. So it 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 does have definitely has a place. It's just bloody hard work. I think, I mean, well, so going back to you saying, Julia Zamira, so the reason I raised this is that Turnbull um, has supported uh, mm. some of these independents. So he's he's coming out as a former Liberal Prime Minister um, and endorsing this movement. So I think I think it's a, in some ways it's also interesting that it's a pull on the Liberal Party from both the we'll call it the centre and the right rather than being the left. I'd say um, to they, try they've I got to try and, have a left anymore. No, they don't have a left, and I, so so the independents would be in the centre sort of thing, mm. and mm. and it's a really hard tension for them to hold when you've got. Um, you know, the sort of on their right flank, you've got the Canavans and the Craig Kellys 
and the Clive Palmers, and then on their centre flank, they've got all these independents that are that yeah. want climate action, that kind of thing. Well, and they've created them. Liberal Party have created them. They've they've destroyed their centre, and they, they like they've completely nuked it. And so all these people have gone. All right, we'll do it on our own. So I think the interesting thing. I mean, there's a lot of talk. Is would would these independents? So say you get a plethora of them getting in. Um, three or four in places, I don't know, I haven't looked at the numbers, but so imagine uh, Wentworth gets up, Zali Stegel holds her seat, um, and you get... Sorensen, Jingaway. Uh, indeed, those, those ones, those ones up. too. Um, but but would, they, would they support an Albanese government or would they um, support a Liberal government? And I think probably they're not likely to, unless it, unless it was sort of... Albanese Labor Party gets way more seats, but just needs one more. Then yeah. maybe it happened. But if it was truly, truly balance, balance of power, I imagine that these people probably support a Liberal government, but they're going to extract a fair bit. How in the hell would Morrison handle it? Actually, oh my to God. negotiate. No, he can't, he would, because he'd, he'd have, have to talk strike. to people and cooperate and and yeah. and listen and do all those things. Look, it, it's highly likely because it's it's got to be between four and seven seats. Okay. Mm. I'm going to talk about this now because I think this is relevant to what we're saying. So there's one seat in WA that's gone that was the Libs, okay? In the, that's um, a redistribution already, yeah. Early in re- redistribution, okay? And then there's another one that is like a new seat in Victoria, which is called Hawke, which is likely nice, to, nice. to be Labor, okay? so You'd hope so. You'd hope so. <laughs> It'd be sad, wouldn't it? Be also, it would really piss off the candidate. That can you imagine a Lib winning the seat of Hawk? It would just. I, I, I don't want it. I've changed my mind. Um. Anyway. Um. So the, the coalition's okay. Coalition's currently sitting on seventy six seats. So let's say one's gone. Uh. So you know that. So, so that's that. I'll, I'll do the count. That makes. So um, basically, 60. well, what yep. I'm saying is that Close. the Labor need four to take four off the coalition to be able to form even the barest of governments. If they want to win seven to get, like, if they take four off them, then they've got one more seat. They'll go 73, 72. If, if, you, if they win seven, um, then they will have the just the bee's dick to be a majority government. And have a so speaker. anything between, like, four and seven is going to be a minority government. That's, uh, that's kind fine. of highly likely. I, I think that would be good. I think a, a good minority government is what politics needs right now where people have no I choice. I just hope we have another 17 minutes before someone declares who they're going to actually support because <laughs> that was the greatest 17 minutes in Australian political history waiting for... Um, I, I quite uh, like Mabo and the apology, but, you know, that's just me. Oakshot well, and... No, no, do you remember I'll go... Yeah. Oakshot. But don't, don't knock him. He's got his... This is, this is the great. biggest moment of his night, life, getting to choose the government. It's the only reason I we know who it. he is now. <laughs> it was long, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Steve Marshall, who is the Premier of South Australia, is in... Um, is, in the, is the member for Dunstan. See, which, you're reading the chat. You just, you I am reading the chat because it's really fascinating. We and warned I, I, you. I know you told me not to because I get, but also very interesting. Rachel says that Lane Cove, Lane Cove, sorry, the local government area under Gladys just voted Labor and Greens lead council for the first time in its history. So there's movement. I'll go. I've turned the chat off. I actually think it's all right, Siege. It's all right. I actually think it's actually um, given the pandemic. I know that there's been at the state level a whole bunch of um, support for governments, um, both Liberal and Labor. Um, you know, you look at uh, in Western Australia. I think he got ninety. 
5% of the vote or something like 100, that. 102. Yeah, something like that. I mean, numbers don't matter anymore. No. Uh, but a huge support there. But I don't know I don't know how that maps federally. But I do think it's interesting that there is the pandemic has has ripped through a whole bunch of stable ideologies. Mm. Like there's been a whole bunch of change in in what the liberals are now supporting and, and what they want um, up and down the uh, like in at the ter- uh, the local level and the state level. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I think I think Australian politics is going to be moving through an interesting phase. Well, Perotet is very smart to be climbing onto that for his own ambitions as well. Perfect timing for a premier to stand up and go state, 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 state. Join under me. Not that I'm a prime minister. Well, I think on, on something chief state on guy. something like climate change is. I yeah. mean, this is me being optimistic. Oh well, we've talked about yeah, like local governments do far more. No, no, yeah, exactly. But also, you know, you look at the the New South Wales lips, but but all of the states are way ahead of the federal government here. Is there is there a scenario where the Morrison is the last gasp of sort of the climate denying, weaponized climate change? Um, no, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I want no. I want it I want it all as right. much as you do. I want to no. say yes, but yeah. I do, I'm just going okay. And even deep. when I was saying those numbers before about a, a minority government and that, I still don't know what the names of those seats are that are going to change. Which was always my discussion point with the last election was okay i know they only need five but where are those five which five which five all right and and where where are they and that's the hard part we've got to find where those seats are and then talk about them so obviously uh the talk now then is obviously not having an election uh too soon we're looking at march or may next year uh, no, we're not. We're looking. They'll call it at the end of January. I well, reckon. yeah. Well, the end of January means March. Well, not March. Like, well, just the beginning. Like a March. So the March. beginning of March is March. Like, no, it's not. What do you no, call no, it? Super on. January. You call it on. Okay, say calls it on Australia Day. Australia Day, and it's four weeks. Then oh, that. Bloody t- February hasn't got the right number in it, has it? <laughs> Not next well, year, no. Well, right to the February Commission. I, I oh, can't right help it. to the February Commission. It's March. Referendum word. now. Okay, so maybe maybe it's... You're right. The months are too short. God damn it. I've had enough. I no, like so they've months. already seven said months. when they're going to have the budget, which is the 29th of March. Well, they're reckon, not going to have an election before that, are they? They're going to call it earlier than that. Uh, so, so no, my- the election will be the week before the budget because that's what you do. No, no, they're not. No. So, so March, March, March or May. So theoretically, you could do one pre-budget, or you could do one March. after after the budget. But I, there is no way. There is no way that Scott Morrison avoids a big cash splash, even though no. all of his talk is how strong they are on this. But they're going to splash cash like the, like crazy. The, the stories flying around the more intelligent newspapers and commentators right now on, as usual, debunking the whole better fiscal management myths. Yeah, I didn't bring them in today because there's too many numbers, but it's just. It's eye-watering when you actually look at the numbers. Absolutely eye-watering. But, but, but also, also that's not actually holding at the moment. Uh, so there was an interesting um, chat uh, on the Guardian podcast where um, Catherine yeah. Murphy was talking to Peter Lewis, yeah. um, looking at you know the traditional line is is um, you know better economic managers in the Liberal Party, or if it's you know who's going to look after your family, mm. then it's probably more Labor. But mm. now it's it's not that at all, which is interesting mm. after um, well. I don't know. Certainly all my lifetime. <laughs> Certainly yeah, yeah, all my yeah. lifetime that yeah. it has been, no, the Liberals are the better economic managers. And, and you know and what? Labor. The in numbers de- have not borne that out for quite a lot of In their defence, in their defence, this is the, the one government that the Liberal Party has actually done good intervention in the economy when it was needed. Like, 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 like there, you could have well, imagined... They- 
a knee-jerk Joe Hockey. They had to, yes. But you could imagine a knee-jerk Joe Hockey, Tony Abbott budget in the pandemic. And they're like, okay, what oh we're going to do is Joe use this for austerity. It's going to be better in the healthcare. And I, I totally get, you know, um, there's a whole bunch of problems with uh, – Job seeker, job keeper, and whatever the money they gave to all of the the billionaires. I don't job know job keeper. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, same thing. I get there's a whole bunch of problems, but at least I mean it kept the economy. They afloat. did something. They, yeah, they, they, they did something. And and yet they did the right thing, and they and now they lose their credibility on the economy for that. So, well, but then they also I feel have, sorry for them. I, I don't at all. And they didn't have the I confidence really. then when they demonstrate that you the um the not the doll or equivalent was too low, so they raised it during the pandemic and yeah, then yeah. immediately whip it away again. It's like what. What did they're assholes. They're assholes. Why? 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 Why, why is asshole good? Um, but the reason sometimes. It, well, you see, yes, we shouldn't call them assholes. Assholes are useful. Uh, sure. Sometimes they get too useful. Sure. No, I mean we've got to find something else. But uh, I mean that that's that parliamentary calendar for next year is just a fucking joke. It's I mean, obviously, quick read. it's a very quick read. Yeah, we're it's a very no, quick read. Well, yeah. we're get, they're going to slam through the religious discrimination bill and, and no, the federal ICAC. See, I looked at that. <laughs> I looked at it. Not okay. I can hope. Okay, so they're going to do three days in February. All right, so there's, there's this thing called the two-thirds Senate cutoff, okay? I'm going to be a nerd here just for a moment. Right. And that's if, 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 if a bill is received from the House of Reps after the two-third point of the sitting period, mm-hmm. then um, it goes to the next sitting period. Do you mean, do you mean two-thirds? So if you're of like sitting the, for three days, yeah. after day two, if you get something, it has to go to the next period. Oh. Which is three days in August. Yeah. So, no, and, and it's just, so that means that they, like, unless they get something up, on the very first day that they sit, which is on the fourteenth of February, they're not going to. Um, they then don't it will go want to the to. next sitting period, just, and the next sitting period isn't until March, oh. which is when we think they're going to do, um, you know, the election and Perfect. stuff. So, but if you're, if, it doesn't, it just doesn't play out. Can you just imagine if you're, if you're Scott Morrison, and some of the critiques about you are that you've said stuff like, "I don't hold a hose." or you kick the can down the road, or you deliver, you know, yeah. you can't actually achieve stuff, and then you, you do this, you show really quite clearly that you can't get anything through. I mean, what has been their legislative achievement of this government? Gay marriage. That was, no, no, that was Turnbull. Oh, no. they, I mean, the whole idea of a, of a, a legislative agenda is just so foreign to them. But no, because they're here to avoid doing that though but it's i love that the dog ate my homework yeah. and they've realized oh shit it's time running out on the religious discrimination bill which is actually quite clearly you know i can federal icac they never want to do like that's not in their dna no. they don't want to do no. it and uh, but at least the religious discrimination bill they know that's in their in their base their base wants them to do something on that and they're like oh shit we did left it too long but i think that works in their favor as well because it's so messy and murky it's going to get torn apart and fucked with the whole time so if they're kind of like oh Oh, sorry, couldn't quite make it. Oh, sorry. We're still trying, though. We're giving Look, it a maybe. good old try. Uh, maybe. It's, they don't want to pass things because then they have to stand behind them. They have to stand accountable. And potentially this could be like that argument that a good friend of the podcast once made about um, abortion in America that actually Republicans don't actually want to repeal it. They like having the debate a lot more. Because they like having the fight. But mm. that's, I mean, it's not all Republicans are like that. There's definitely some that want that. Uh, but the reason I brought up a um, election is that you said ALP policies. Because you know, got some. Because that worked for them last time. Okay, let's go. No, no, these are better. I'm, only, I'm only, I'll only read the first 
40. Did they really do? No, don't tease them. 50. Don't, don't tease them. They, they know they're going to do small target because big target is uh, so I, dumb. Yeah, that's true. Well, this well, is small. Look, I, I've got a list that fits on. Forced legal weed. Uh, all yes. teenagers must smoke weed. If you're not stoned, you don't get into uni. That's what they're going to do. Work for <laughs> me. Hero- heroin for babies. Can uh, that work for staff members too? Oh, yes. for- forced forced gender fluidity. That's what they're going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone no longer has gender. If you ain't multi, you ain't nothing. Yeah, that's what that's the new ALP. Is, is that it? Yep. As well as that. So they got their emissions reduction target we saw. 2030, they want 43%, not 42. I love how they come 44, to the numbers. Because it's less than 45. And that was bad. I don't. I don't understand that. You're not. You're not supposed to. Okay. You just you sort of just but see where it feels. Yeah, I think it was just like, well, it's not 45. We're not idiots. That that failed. So then we're at 43. Yeah. Okay. Done. Vibe. Okay. Bowen says, yeah, shit, yeah, that's great. I love that number. He's hey, look, it's, be- it's better than the other party. Well, you know what's going to happen though. Of course, then we're going to see a repeat, and we we've been abused by the Greens for this before. The Greens will say it's not good enough, so we're against all of it, and we'll be back to square one. That's sort of prognostication. So they've also talked about uh, funding 20,000 extra, up to 20,000 extra uni places. I don't want any more students. Thank you, though. Yes, we do. I don't. I've got enough. My classes <laughs> are big. Maybe yours need to be bigger. Might a boutique. Boutique, yeah, bespoke. <laughs> no, i got big class. You have a niche, niche <laughs> subject range. He uses found students. He wanders around the student union and goes, oh, you don't seem to be doing anything. Come and join my course. <laughs> found students. Yeah. It's, it's very hipster. Uh, he's talking access to 465,000 free TAFE places in nominated skills shortage areas, though, so not just anywhere. Yep. Um, they're prioritising uni courses. But there's also heaps on upgrading the electricity grid to fix transmission, uh, energy transmission and drive down prices, obviously. National electric vehicle strategy. Uh, a, lot, a lot of stuff to protect um, existing uh, fuel industries and so forth, coal industries and phase oh, them that's, out. That's, oh, protect and phase. Yeah, there's phasing, but it's very... It's phase, phase forward? Is it phase, phase forward Phase-ish. of the coal? Fa- phase-esque. <laughs> a little phase-like. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? 400 community batteries to be installed across the country. Reduce the Australian Public Service's emissions to net zero by 2030. That'll be the end of Dutton's department. You can't have defence <gasps> without emissions. Uh, greater transparency on climate-related risks and opportunities, and on and on it goes. Bring back the Climate Change Authority. They, they've said things. They've actually said things, and they put them out into the wild, so they can be held to account. Of course, Morrison, he's, he's already started attacking and saying 43%. That's what they're telling you now. As soon as they get in, it'll be 800,000% and they're going to eat your babies and, and, you know, on and on it goes. But, but it's also... Yeah. Sorry. You guys I was just going to say, people want some really basic stuff. Like, More sausages. I am reading the chat. Someone's right. just posting the chat. Can we at least have an MBN that is as good as our internet should internet connection before the MBN. No, we can't. We can't. We're over all this stuff. Labor Party does have an an NBN policy. Like there is a there is an NBN upgrade policy. I don't have the details on it right now, but I know okay. that I know that there is um, right, a, a policy on now, it. Otherwise, you two will yell at me. Okay, I'm not I'm yelling not at you. I'll, I'll yell enough for both of us. <gasps> James Kale's. See, she's stop doing it. She's doing okay. it again. She's very distracted. No, they put out a lot of detail on what that new NBN might oh. be, but because we're down to what fifty seventh in the world or something for broadband. Yeah. Uh, oh God, gets woeful. Download, but are there are there any uh, are there any labor just to you know play devil's advocate here? Any Labor Party policies on um, dumb taxes that might be good economic sense, uh, but can be intensely wedged well, look, by the nine, Labor Party? Nine tenths of um, nine tenths of his speech was about obviously franking credits because we know that's a winner. 
I still think, you know, the Franken credits thing, it goes down with fight back, exclamation mark. <laughs> like, it's really like you're an opposition leader and you go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm going to piss off the old people. <laughs> I'm going to freak the shit out of them. I'm going to make them mad. I'm going to get into details that are unintelligible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's genius. I mean, he'll be thinking that till his deathbed. Um, I don't know. Bill, Bill will be back. If Albo loses, it'll be Bill again. I don't think so. No, it's a it's a Bill different again. world now. We don't recycle uh, leaders. No, no. Well, no. Unless Kim Beasley's unless coming back. Prime ministers, then we recycle them. Kim Beasley's coming back. back. He said so. Bomber. All right. Um, what else? What else have we got? Um, all right. Here's here's one that I got. So a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about um, Tudge, uh, education minister. So before his name. Is a euphemism. I'm not entirely sure what for, but every time I hear Tudge, I'm like, no, nah, it's not his actual name. I feel is it? like it's a certain type of turd. Like it's 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 a smaller yeah, one. It's, it's a well, it is turd and fudge done together. So you're like, mm. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, um, it's like a centaurum. Tudge as as education minister, be. and Tudge is not education minister right now. He's stepped aside. Yeah. Um, but now we, we have Brother Stewie. Yeah, we have Brother Stewie, but I'm not talking about that. Uh, no, but he he uh, he said uh, Australian education uh, curriculum doesn't do enough mm. loving of our victories and, um, and too much hating on too much hate everything too much yeah. hating on yeah. everything there. Um, uh, Tanya Plibersek um, came out um, and and said something. You had a bunch of things in a speech that were really quite. Um, Kicking that back. She was on fire. Like, I think it's, um, you know, uh, she argued that Liberal Democrats and supporters of free and open society stand and fall by our commitment to the truth. Uh, it's one of the things that separates us from totalitarians, people who want to erase uncomfortable memories from public life. And it's like, you know, that's that's yes. good. It's good. She was honest and on the right point. And I think... We also work for an organisation that's motto is first know the truth or... Yeah, but we don't have right. to... It doesn't It doesn't go into our podcast too. Like, uh, you know, this is not official... No. <laughs> but but I do I think I think it's it's nice having it's not a huge part of the election campaign but clearly the history wars continue and it's oh. nice to see someone like Plibersek pushing back and saying hang on yeah. uh, we can be honest about this and we can talk about all of the people that we are and all of the things that are difficult and good and bad that have happened. It's all part of it. And we don't have to, we don't have yeah. to be, you know, let's hide and cover up and say that yeah. Australia has gotten better every single moment since 26th of January 1788. It, just, it went from perfect to more perfect yeah. and to more perfect I, still. The jingoism that comes into Australian everyday life now is just revolting. And, I, and, and also it, it's skewy because you get Scott Morrison wearing the Australian flag as a mask and you go, in what, okay, you, in what way is that actually respectful? I think our flag's shit, but like in what way is that actually respectful if you think the flag is a good thing? Uh, which, Paul Keating is the only Prime Minister who wouldn't have done that. Hawkey bloody would have done. No, yeah. Hawkey wore, no, he didn't. He wore the um, boxing kangaroo. In his suit on, jacket. His, and his a blazer. suit jacket. Because oh, the okay. man had style. No, he didn't. No, kidding. But really, um, you really didn't. It's no, I don't you think so. I don't think we your... do that with it. Hey, did oh, you... I wish we'd change our flag. Anyway, oh. we have to push back against the touch packers. That's all I'm going to say and move on. Uh, I couldn't help myself. You, you should have helped yourself. I can't help it. Yourself. You should have helped yourself. Look Karen. at those. Look at those head shakes out there. They're so happy. Um. Okay. Uh. Did you Did you guys watch Bathurst? Oh fuck me. <laughs> you mean Scotty go brum brum? Scotty go brum. <laughs> Scotty go, go brum, brum. brum brum. Look me card, mummy car. I'm in caca. One day drive myself. 
<laughs> oh my god! How I love which one? One of you sent me something that was like you know the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> yeah, it was the shovel again. They gave what is a terminally lazy child actually got his dream came true. He got to go once around the track at um, Bathurst. <laughs> And there's a lot of claims. Forty-nine-year-old lazy kid got his wish. I, I, I've yeah. certainly seen the claims that he was booed. At I've not seen any evidence, but I've seen a lot of claims. But you know, a lot of people go to Bathurst, and it doesn't. It doesn't take very. I mean, you can't imagine the crowd was 100% Scott Morrison voters. Like it's just no, 98. Well, even if it is, or even if no. it's two percent, or if it's fifty, or whatever, there's going to be enough people that would be would have a bit of fun booing. But that's I, a, that, that, he, it, he's he's talking to. Um, middle-aged white Australian males who would want to vote Labor but don't get the softy bullshit stuff that they go on about. So that's where he's going to sit and talk to them and go, yeah, I can do these things. But in his defence, his best sloganing so far, the whole... It's, it's got to look through the front windscreen, not in the rearview mirror, because we're not here to look at the past. We don't want to know where we've been. We want to go where we're heading. You were far more articulate saying that, heading. though, than when he did it. I do like that. Let's not judge our government on what we've done. No. Let's judge what, our government what on... What might happen one day. Well, what we might do. Our 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 vision that's not a vision. Beer, barbecues and bullheads. One thing we do Here's know is our vision slogan. is forward, not backwards. Yeah, I love that idea, too. Let's not talk about the past. Like, what what, what else? Do we tell about? But it's it's obviously uh, right down right down the line of uh, Scott Morrison in test election campaign. Do you know he even logged in? How good is Bathurst? Yeah, he did. He he started talking about it was the best. What is it? He did say, but how good is Bathurst? And I'm just like, okay, so you've got you've you've caught on to that, and they're doing. Oh, Oh, it's it's. He he said it's one of Australia's great institutions, great historical races because it's been around since 1804, I think, and it one of if not the best (laughs) course in the world. It's better it's than Royal Ascot. Oh, totally. And Monaco. And Warringah. Yeah. I mean, no, what do you call it? Woi woi. What do you Randwick? Same thing. So they're horses. I at least got a car race. Yeah. I don't know if that's <laughs> true though. Yeah, I, don't it is know. True. I think I know Will less about right. it than you. Will was correct. So the horse limits, but I mean, yeah, I I I don't like him. Okay. And I don't like his slogans. Uh what else we got? Oh, no, he got his holidays too. Did you see, he brought up in oh, question he? time. In question time. Oh, he's preempting. Yeah. I, he's I, like, I, I he was watching it, it live. I saw it. He brought it up. And the quote was, "What their pre- big problem with me, point of the opposition as prime minister, is apparently I go home for Father's Day. I have a holiday with my when family. When other people can't. Yeah, I didn't say that. For some reason, he left that out. I have a holiday with my family and I go to church on a Sunday. Get over it. A lot of Australians do. I get. I he get, brought it up in. No, I get. Time. He's trying to. He's trying to diminish yep. that critique because because it still stings that right in the middle of the fires he was in Hawaii like that. Uh, you know the fact that that people bring it up or you know I don't hold a hose and he I was don't. on Hawaii. In, um, we don't even talk about the fires that much, but we remember how no. abandoned we were as a country by him at that yep. point. And I get he's trying to go. All right, that's normal. I just you know but something to, to bring it up is a strange move. It's an attempt. Yeah, it didn't work well. At least we're talking about him not being there repeatedly. I just it strikes me as interesting though. Like this is two years later, and we've had a pretty huge world event in the middle of that, uh, and a bunch of normal world cup rugby. Stuff. We still lost. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, pretty huge world event in the pandemic in the middle of that, but people still bring up the the Hawaii. Oh show. yeah, that's yeah. the one thing that yeah. is that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I agree with the uh, someone mooting that I'm um, all uh, the Labor polling booth people on election day should be wearing Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yes. I think that's so oh, cool. that's gold. Oh, that's I, I. 
Is it positive or negative? I don't know, but it certainly brings it to mind. That's it's, what it is. It's, it's fabulous. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and that is the best idea that. ever. Only the only bummer of that is, of course, it, it'll make the swing voters go, oh, that reminds me of Scott Morrison. Oh, there's his name. I mean, I no, know, we no, don't no. vote for our president. I'd I love to. That. I, that, that's a really interesting strategy. I, I mm. So so a swing voter walks in and they and they see the Hawaiian shirt and they're reminded and, and they're, they're pissed off. I Why assume they're pissed that? off because not many yeah. people were not pissed off. Um, oh, the, no, but there are there are the, the subsets who go, well, he, he deserves a holiday. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they're voting for him anyway. Now? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They probably think uh-huh. Hawaiian shirts are tacky. They'd be wrong. We just want to let you know, listeners, that we will not be doing an election podcast because we have the worst record in the history of the universe no, we're when do we it. do them. That's why we're going to do it. This time for uh, sure. No. no, Will and I are going to lock ourselves in a room with a few couple of bottles of scotch and just... Hope we'll come out when it's over. I'm going to sit outside that door with a microphone pressed against it. You you can, but we're not going to talk to you because it's not gone well for us in the past. You won't be able to help it. I'll say something controversial and you'll feel the need to to bring it back. Hey, tiny tiny little story here, but I kind of like this. Um, You remember the Peter Dutton um, refugee activist Shane Bazzi? Peter Dutton Dutton sued Shane Bazzi um, saying that he defamed him. Saying uh, So Shane Bazzi said that Peter Dutton was a rape apologist, took him to court. Anyway, so here's the story. Defence Minister Peter Dutton has attracted a rather terse note from a federal court judge who found that refugee activist Shane Bazzi had defamed him. The federal court decided that the case could have been fought in a lower court, and so Justice Richard White slashed the federal court's sizable legal costs owed to Dutton, saying just because a case involves a national figure does not mean it's of national importance. <laughs> Which is just, Big slap! It's such a... And so... Um, and you know he did it like this too. I just want to say as he peers over his <laughs> So White told Bazzi to pay the equivalent costs of the Queensland court instead with Dutton to pick up the, the difference. And I, just I love it. I assume Dutton's bill will be bigger too. It's like, it's like we found in your favour, but you're getting slapped down for this. Yep. So that's nice. Yep. So, right. uh, um, uh, yes, I am looking at the chat again. Uh, uh, listen up, uh, Michael. who suggested the Hawaiian shirts, also said that all the country fire services holding hoses on election day at their fundraising democracy sausage things. I mean, you're a genius. You're a political freaking genius, Michael. But but it's clear those those things... Can you? I, I just can't imagine how many times they will be played in ads by the Labor Party because they are clear. Well, they and you be. know the they majority of uh, election ads, the, we don't see them unless you're actually in a in a. Um, no, I watch all all TV and all internet. <laughs> unless you're actually in a marginal behind seat, this screen, you is won't a wall see of a lot of those kinds yeah. of ads. And those kinds of ads aren't put on by the parties; they're put on by a third party, or might be a union that run it, or this is actually a real challenge for. For um, for political scientists, like for us to get an un- and historians to understand what a political campaign and what a, what a, an election is, we could have done you know twenty years ago, where it's big TV and big newspapers. You can see you know what are the arguments all over the place, but now it's so micro targeted. People it's can't, micro-targeted, but can't actually it's see what's going on. Cheap as chips. Well, it was cheap as chips to run. Um, very specific on demand ads. Ads just before on demand TV streaming. And you buy buy up a chunk of that, and you only had to. They only have to be like twenty seconds, which isn't a lot to produce. And you go okay, and and then where you run it, you can because they um you can do it by 
uh, what do you call it, you know, Google Maps or whatever, uh, on the streaming service and actually go, okay, we're going to go to everyone, Kayleen, in that bunker and show them this ad when they, just before they watch Game of Thrones or something like that. You can do that. It's... Well, so they're going to target us before Game of Thrones. <laughs> he can do it. It's, it's Game of Thrones. It's well, Game of it's Thrones. The Witcher. Is Everyone's watching The Witcher. It's going to be The Witcher. Also, show. just because I haven't thrown in enough random facts today, I just want everyone to know that on Days of Our Lives, Marlene is possessed again. Why? I know you don't care, but see, I. I have got reactions from some of the people here today. Who... I like I like the sum. That's great. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, being being possessed would suck. But being possessed again, like that's that's. I know, no, but it's, even, it's it. really funny because even in the even in the thing they go, my mother's possessed again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rod, you got a you got a, a memory. I did a, I did a I did a quick scan. Oh yeah, what did you do? I did a quick scan down some of the notes over this year because we're we're not going to play again this year because we we're tired. Well, so we've, we've all, some of us have already bugged out. Others are bugging out next week. So. Not me. I'm, I'm digging in. Yeah, okay. So I, I just I just had a quick scan. So February, Morrison breaks an 84-year-old woman's wrist. Do we remember that? <laughs> no. When I, he shook her hand in the hospital. Did he actually break her wrist? Apparently so. Oh, Jesus. Which is when she did the, this and he he flicked it around to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, These are all things no, we have one, spoken get about. Get your hands off, mate. You know, I know that. it's true because I can quote a source, which is this this podcast. But... Um, and Josh Frydenberg definitely didn't actually boast about taking a call with Mark Zuckerberg, but he to- he came on and he was he was humble bragging about how he spoke to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Does show where the power is. I know, but it is funny. These are all things I, I read them and went, "Holy shit, we spoke about that." That was February. There's many more in March. Uh, Christian Porter uh, claimed his phone was wiped by his toddler, <laughs> which is why he had to get a new phone number in July. I'd forgotten that. I oh my oh <laughs> I know I oh. know wow wow and let's not forget in March Dave I'm, Sharma's I'm... special effort for International Women's Day at the airport or was the train station <gasps> yeah he's handing out, so he handing out flowers like, that guy just goes from strength to strength doesn't he isn't he good isn't he good he is not a good campaigner no. like he, he is no. he is not plotting. a good March was a big month. Uh, uh, I did like just the comment on that. Uh, it was uh, Dan Ellick the other day, and and always hats off to Dan Ellick. Does some great stuff these yeah. days. Uh, International Men's Day. He's at the at the train yeah. station handing out hats. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's great! I didn't know that. March keeps going. So uh, WA Liberals got bent over and interfered with. Uh, the Labor got fifty three. Why do you have to do that? Nats got four. Libs got two. Because it was against Will. Matthias uh, Matthias got a new job. Okay. So oh, that cost us a fortune because no, spent it all on like trunk calls. <laughs> trunk calls. Yes, Grandma. He used the telex. He used for the his telex trunk calls. to communicate with people on the overseas to tell them to vote for him. Yes, and it did work. In April, we had the four million dollar milkshake consent video. <laughs> I know. That was so good. That was so good. So if you want a strawberry but not in your lap, you get the chocolate with the cream, but then I splash it in your face. And if you take the milkshake, that's crossing the line. But if you drink it while you're bending over the line, that's okay. okay. And if I throw it on you but you're smiling, then that's a good milkshake. What was – what was – it was so broken. $4 million. So that's all I have for April because that's enough. 
I, I, I kind of think, do you, do you put that on your CV? Like if you're a marketing guy, do you go like, yes. you know, yes, you do. I, I totally got 4 million for the dumbest stuff. Yeah. You, you want to know how good I am? 4 million for that. <laughs> Three teenagers in a room with two milkshakes, 4 million. And they paid. May, Morrison gave himself the red carpet treatment at an RAF base. Was that only May? I thought that, that was, was more May. recent. No, it was May. Craig I Kerr. Sorry, carry on. I can't believe it. I mean, I no. had I had a whole total knee replacement. In his defence, yeah. he it, it, it was um he it was it, yeah. it was Lance Corporal Neville that did that, not Scott Morrison. Oh, have when Neville appeared. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Craig Kelly's protest art. Do we remember that? He had that wooden crate covered in chipboard sheets with stacks of fake-looking hundred-dollar bills, but it had a picture oh. of Ned Kelly. That's and right. his face on the back, and it had a trillion dollars, and he was trying to visualise government debt, and he used his government photocopying allowance to make it and then <laughs> and then retracted. Then he went, oh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> See, you thought you remembered. No, no, I, I know I don't. I just can't I believe it's only, the, like, in the... Yeah. Just just go back to just yeah. go back to the point about, uh, you know, stuff that sticks, yeah. like, you know, I don't hold a hose and the Hawaiian... Uh, yeah. and. It's stuck above all of these yeah. really, really dumb, terrible things. That's kind of amazing. Oh, it's fucking god. Well, Tony, as I said, I just cruised down my notes and went, oh, that's a good one. June. So congratulations to Peter Credlin for her Queen's birthday honours for services to journalism. Oh, she did, didn't she? <sighs> yes, was that June? June. I really, birthday. I, I really feel that was only two weeks ago, I feel. I know, I know, I know. June 2020 what, was What two even weeks is ago. time? Well, that's a long story. You should listen to a different podcast. Chris Bowen held up the solar panel in Parliament and said, this is a solar panel. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Did he? Yeah. Those opposite have an that ideological, pathological fear. Didn't get a lot of cut through that. But we had a chuckle at the time, so that's Did we? important. No, well, I, I literally no, don't remember I that. Just, I just kind of, no. Listen to our June episodes. You will find it. it was Why would there. I do that? Why would we do that? I, I never listen to podcasts. July, the pommy, Katie Hopkins, who called Islam disgusting... <sighs> Migrant cockroaches and called for a final solution was booted out of Australia. He really triggered Will. So oh, she, she got well. Okay. No, no, not triggered. Uh, that's that, that's an incorrect. Uh, it's a euphemism. Like you, you went absolutely off about. No, no, she's look <laughs> deservedly yeah. so. But I'm just like, yeah. wow, he was. You were really crop. But that's not the best crop. bit. <laughs> so she was in what is a hotel quarantine, and she said, "Oh, the police officer who checked me in." told me when they knocked on my door, I had to wait 30 seconds till I can open the door to collect food. What I want is the sergeant in the foyer to come up and tell me off so I can stand there naked while he tells me off. See, see, see what she said was, what I want is. Yeah, she wants that. She didn't do it. Of course not. No, she talked about it. She t- talked a big game. She didn't even do it. But the best bit was Barnaby who said she should pack her bongo and get the hell out of the country. <laughs> that was one of his few good lines of the year. Pack her bongo. Uh, in August, Barnaby again said he thinks George Christensen is a bear, but you shouldn't poke him. He is. I agree. I don't want to. And he also said, I'll say that to my colleagues. I can assure you that when you've got a thin margin, you don't start giving reasons for a by-election. He was asked whether he was seriously arguing Christensen should not be rebuked for contradicting health advice during a pandemic because of the delicate numbers in the House of Representatives. And Joyce replied, dead right. So don't pick on a colleague because there'd be a by-election would be out of Parliament. That was in Mm -hmm. uh, August. Yeah. In September, Josh Frydenberg read some heartfelt emails from Melburnians. He did, didn't he? Do we remember that one? Oh. He read out the emails. Heartfelt and heartbreaking letters I have received from members remember, of my local and, community. And remember that was read as Josh Frydenberg positioning himself for leadership. Mm-hmm. Not very well. Not well. 
That's when we met I Neville mean, from procurement too. I mean, though, is that when we met Neville? Yeah, because of the Pfizer bullshit and then the Greg Hunt thing with Pfizer. Hang on, was that, that September? Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. It's interesting. It's interesting when you drill into this. Obviously, um, credit to the health department. Um, and and Australia in general, we've spun the the vaccine thing around. Like you know, um, February, so, March, April, so May. So you know, they were they were they were terrible. The government was terrible on getting vaccines to us, mm. and um, you know they've changed their delivery, and, and we're doing a lot better. Uh, but I didn't realize that was as late as September. Yeah, um, yeah. So that went well. October. My favorite bit of that was Andrew Bolt freaks out and becomes a martyr because Murdoch became a greenie. And- <laughs> that was so good. And he said, uh, I know I've lost the argument. You can just imagine. <laughs> I, I know I've lost the argument. No, but you, you know you know that Murdoch would have been like, respect, man. Like, they, like, oh, fuck you, you, respect you, man. You know, there, there's, maybe, maybe they drew, draw straws and, and three people in the whole Murdoch stable get to, get to stay true. You're the martyr. Yeah. My whole company's against me. I know that against these huge players, all the big political parties, my own employer, all the media outlets, what am I? Just someone on the sidelines. Someone howling on the sidelines, but telling you the truth. But he'd been assured by his editors, we still believe in debate here, unlike the ABC. So he continued to say what he wanted. So that was a you know very disturbing month it's for beautiful spoken word art, isn't it? It's John Laws ish. It's, 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 it's right up there. You know, I haven't heard anything like since Laurie Anderson's "Oh Superman" <laughs> as good as that. I just love howling from the sidelines. Poor marginalised Andrew Bolt. Oh, my God. And November, of course, Scott gave us can-do capitalism, not don't-do government, and he got a haircut and made gnocchi. That was only last month. Oh, God, that, that made me month. angry. Oh, wasn't that good? Um, I'm not going to do December because we're doing it. But anyway, those are the, the little things that I pulled out. What a fun year. It's been a fun year. It's there was more, year. but I'm not going to give you any more because we will have a heart attack. No. Well, well it's also just... The, like I can't believe all some of that stuff. I honestly thought was a lot longer ago, yeah, yeah. and I know I'm really tired, and I know it's been a big year, and everything's a bit tricky at the moment. But oh my goodness gracious hey, me! Hey, Another reason not to give up drinking. You lot here online. Um, I'm not really ending the episode. I'm ending it for people that are listening on the podcast. Those so, slackers in so, the future. So you know, you lot here. You, you, we'll hang around. If you want to stay on, you can stay on for a no, little I'm bit. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, we're we're going to chat more, but. This has been uh, G'day Sausages for what 2021. Jeez Louise, what a year. Best year since 2020. Um, uh, it's been... It's, it's been a year? It's been a year. It's been a been year. A year. Uh, we've really enjoyed uh, doing this thing and, and engaging. I particularly enjoyed it when like I that. had lots of endone. That was yes, that's cool. awesome. That um, episode I know where to get some will if you go want down it. in history. I have no recollection of it at all. <laughs> it was good. It was good. We'll be back in the new year. We'll be back in the new year at some point. But uh, enjoy your summer. Uh, chillax. Yes, take make care. Australia, make Australia cool again. Um, Keep being good people that you are. Get on the Twitters. We'll see you later.